This is Sierra Podcast, episode 115. That like sped up and then it went back to normal, but when it actually downloads, it will be normal. That's weird. It looked normal on my side. Yeah, it went. That's funny. So we have Sean. Oh, I can never say your fucking last name. Bar- 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 Barber, Barbarian, or whatever. <laughs> so tell people a little bit about you. Um, I'm a creator at this point, a writer, uh, inker of comic books. I'm a single dad of multiple children. And um, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> TikToker. But yeah, I do. Yeah, the, the TikToks and the things and the stuff. Yeah. yeah. He dances on TikTok. No, I don't ever dance. I try to share. I try to be supportive of people there, though, too, just like anywhere else. Oh, and I guess uh, the, the the founder of the Indie Comic Conspiracy page on oh, Facebook. I, there you go. Yeah, that's kind of a good one. A big one. Cool. So uh, this is your first ever podcast that you've been on, like solo. That's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually it's like full panel, and I can fade into the background, so to speak. That's what I usually do. Yeah. (laughs) I just sit back until someone's like, "What about you? What's your opinion on this?" I was like, "Ugh, I have to talk now." Right. Yeah. I just did that on Sunday. Yeah, on Sunday, um, it was me. And my artist for mittens, and a bunch of other people. And I'm like, I can just sit back. And you just got to keep your fingers crossed that you're listening to everything when you get switched over to you. And I did, I guess, kind of well. Besides, like stuttering a little because I was like, I don't know about this. They're like, How do you think you can sell a toy or whatever at Comic Con over a comic or flip flop? And I was like, No idea because I've never sold those. So. <laughs> never actually done a Comic Con either. So, really, you've never done a Comic Con? No, we have yet to do that. Um, we wanted to in 2020, and then, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I had one lined up uh, to do with Kyron Silva, and um, for the last uh, couple years, it was forwarded what we paid for the table. We had the option to get the refund, but forwarded it out so i'm looking forward fingers crossed that it happens this october oh that's cool which one's that uh orocon in oroville it's at the casino there it's an outdoor show it's pretty small but it's fun and it's close enough that i can kind of make it too because i live in a super like rural area oh that's cool yeah yeah uh yeah we want to do those um i don't know if i want to like we were actually planning on doing that this year, and then it just fell through, probably because like I was looking for a house, and then uh, we were going to do it with our friend Hector, and he lives in Chicago, and just the whole money. And... I was going to say, the capital to kind of invest in all that stuff is right yeah. up front. you got to plan ahead and have faith that you're going to be able to reclaim that at some point. Yeah, he originally was going to move to New Zealand in June, but now it might be October, so I don't know, like, okay. So, I did, like 
Yeah, that was very weird. And then I'm like, and then I have to pay him to make Seer Chronicles. So I was like, uh, so I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> yeah, but the other creators on our platform, we're supposed to be like, we're going to be selling their stuff too. Are you? While we're going to, yeah. So whenever we finally get to a Comic-Con, that's what we're going to do. We have a whole like plan. It's just, we have to actually like execute on the plan. I was gonna say I, I kind of toyed around with the idea, like in my own brain, of of seeing if people would be interested in doing stuff like that, getting some of like people you trust, you know, oh, yeah. and being like, hey, you know, if you were able to keep a majority of the profits, you know, and send me back just a little something, so I can, you know, reclaim at least what I put into the book, just to kind of expand, you know, the awareness of the title, and hopefully, you know, for future like Kickstarter campaigns or whatever. If you made sure when you sent them the books, you put like a sticker and a card or something and that kind of could come back to you. I wonder what that investment would do, because I know that for me, when I was at a convention um, myself, the, the most nerve wracking thing is when you walk up to somebody or you're tabled next to somebody that has like 10 books and you've got one or two. So for me, that was one of those things. I was like, well, if I could lend to other people that are kind of just starting out their table or they'd be able to send stuff to me and i can you know people that you trust that you're invested in already you know where they've kind of gone and know their pitch you know what i mean but it requires an investment on both sides and a yeah. lot of trust and that's hard yeah uh i also would like dylan or somebody else to be there with me because i'm not the kind of person that i don't think would be able to sell things People. I'm lucky that my 16 year old, he's enjoyed going to conventions and store mm-hmm. signings and stuff with me. Oh, yeah. Oh, we want to do store signings and stuff too. Like uh, some people, instead of doing comic cons, they just go to stores and set up there. Like Travis Gibb does that a lot. Um, yeah. He goes to comic cons, but he goes there too. Um, and Aaron Dowen from Catalyst Comic Studio, him and Matt, they both do store. They like like stores. I think still like stores over like an actual comic-con because i guess there aren't a lot in north carolina or where they are that's kind of like my whole thing too like if in order for me to get to the closest even comic book store i've got to travel probably about 35 40 minutes uh, so yeah, well that convention that i was talking about that's like an hour away too so <laughs> everything i'm super rural so my hopes and dreams of being at conventions is this big so i just keep making comics because i like making comics (laughs) yeah um i have a comic book store that's literally like in the village which is basically down the street around the corner from where my house is so but it's very small so like they probably wouldn't be able to do like in-store signing stuff also they somehow made room but uh i went in there once because i wanted to sell our comics in there but the owner wasn't there and uh there's a lot of ninja turtle stuff in there i was like oh mm-hmm. that's pretty cool then they have indie books in there so i was like oh you definitely would want ours yeah ours has like it had like a little section for like indie books and stuff and we kind of got um lucky uh, if you're familiar with like garrett gunn um he's lived near me for a long time before he moved and so he was in real good with the um, people that own the store, the family owned comic shop. 
So I got to do like a store signing and stuff with him and, and just share a space. And that was pretty cool. And then, um, so him and I are friends and that's led to doing some, like a good boy, uh, cover for him, which was really cool. And then it's not the reading, but I, I know the pitch. So yeah, I, I just have to read it. There's so many boxes that I saw three. I did a live stream yesterday with, uh, Caleb from like village. Village Comics. I think that's what's called. He does Neverland. Like he has a Kickstarter right now. It's called Neverland. Um, and uh, I was telling him that I have just boxes sitting here because, like, things that I want to do in in this office. Like I have to paint it and everything still. So I didn't take anything out of the boxes besides my computer. And uh, I'm like, yeah, I have like stacks of comics I still have to read, but I just. And so I put a couple next to my bed before I moved. And I was like, these are the ones I'm going to read. So I read like the second Belial and stuff like that before. But yeah. Yeah. That's dope. What'd you, what'd you think of it? Uh, that's hilarious. And I like the office space thing. In it. Oh yeah. That, that's one thing that if you, if you actually were to look inside uh, issue two towards the beginning in the throne, I actually put um, Mudvayne in the, in the, in the throne so there's little easter eggs and stuff that we get to put you know we kind of just have fun with it yeah i can't wait for the third one so yeah no that thing it's being lettered right now actually scott weldon from harlan buck is doing the letters for it so he um it's almost completely done we just got the let me see if i can pull it up um the i guess the cover uh i don't even know how this program works anyway i was trying i was going to show you but oh, there it is um that right there so that's the new cover pretty much you know minus a couple little tweaks i got to space out the l and the i so it doesn't look like Buell. Yeah. and then i got to add that on the second on the second issue um for i forgot to put the the number for the issue oh the only thing that you get to ensure that it's the second issue which is kind of fun for me is the fact that there's the toilet paper and stuff so it's obviously number two (laughs) so (laughs) Even though it doesn't have the number, it's got the number. <laughs> so, uh, besides Belial, you have I drive for uh, server, right? Yeah, uh, I was scrolling around on Reddit one day and and w- kind of dived into the whole creepy pasta thing. My kids are into it and stuff, and I read one of these stories. And I really liked it enough to actually l- investigate turn on the detective light and uh, search out the, the author for it. And turns out that was their, their pen name. And so I had kept, kept plugging along and I was actually able to get in contact with them. Turns out they only live a couple hours away from me. Uh-huh. And um, they gave me full rights, full permission to um, develop the comic book and all the marketability for it and everything else. And, so with that and then being able to team up with Kyron, there was no way that it wasn't going to be made. That's cool. Yeah. Huh. 
so uh is it all the kind of like cricket kind of things or is it like um it's uh yeah kind of well not specifically cryptids i guess you could say um there's like the there's one character ray in the in the first issue i guess you could say um and he is basically slender man without going into the fact that it is slender man but you can tell visually that it is but he's wearing a hoodie with his suit underneath type of thing and he's obviously you can see his physique and everything else so you're going to draw that that connectivity with the character um but there's a couple there's a few other things too so with it being you know uber for the supernatural basically so weird we we get to we get to play around with that so there's um there's borg who is uh an ogre but he likes to think that he's an orc even though he's been told that orcs aren't real and that was a, a, a tolkien thing but he, he likes to refer to himself as an orc and then you've got um a couple other surprises kind of along the way oh that's cool yeah huh so are you thinking of like doing that this year or next year like actually like putting on kickstarter or whatever oh uh right after Valile, pretty much actually that issue has already gotten like yeah. 10 pages colored and it, i've got um 27 out of the 31 pages that it is oh. of the artwork already inked and everything and I've got the first 25 pages already lettered. Wow. So it's it's been a battle as to which one was going to launch first on Kickstarter. I was like, well, whatever one production-wise gets done first, that's the one that's going to pull forward. And I think we're at the point now where Belial has kind of pulled itself just, just forward enough to eke out the first launch. So... That's good. Yeah. Um, I right now I'm thinking I have four Kickstarter that's gonna be next year. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I've got um Belial. I've got I drive for Cerber. I've got another book that's already been um all the artwork is pretty much already done. It's just waiting to be colored called Median. That's actually gonna be done, which I'm hoping for, you know, hopefully early this next year. And then I've got another um, psychological horror comic that was my first solo written comic book that's like three or four issues long that I've actually got all scripted and already taken care of that way. And the first issue's already been edited. I just need to hold off because making comics is not cheap. No. <laughs> I've got to I've got to see if I can uh, at least try to reclaim the money that I've already invested into these books so I can turn it around and continue production elsewhere. So Yeah. Uh with mittens um me and Josh did the math yesterday last night. And to pay mittens in full, we have to get to like 4900 on the Kickstarter, which we're mm-hmm. kind of like nearing in a sense, but uh, we are past 4,000, which is... And that's that's actually not that bad, considering you've got color and stuff. I mean, we, um, with sharing Belial with Chuck, um, we split, like, the prints and stuff, like, the, all the stuff that you would get if you were a solo creator for yourself, you've now got to double that. Yeah. So, 
what we don't have in in the colors we more than make up for in having to do the second print so we can actually share the property so to speak oh yeah 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 um like still trying to figure out the math on like because I, I only want to pay from my paycheck uh hector and adam for the comics that they're going to be working on and just ink two and seer chronicles three and then i'm gonna try to get it so the kickstarter would pay for the next issue for each of those yeah because i i'm i can't afford it <laughs> i've been trying to do that with belial too okay so the first one as you know because we've talked obviously over the years now um first one took a big hit and had to make up for that out of pocket the second one um we were able to let me too kiddo sorry one of my kids is leaving with his mom um the second one we were able to get a little bit towards the next issue so that was that was pretty cool so we're hoping that this third one will get a little bit further and maybe by the fourth one we'll be able to you know wrap it up and then market it out to maybe some other bigger publishers for distribution purposes and stuff. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um we he did like the math for like if I just pay half to him and then I pay out of my paycheck. I'm like, well, I'm trying to make it so I don't have to pay you at all, like from my paycheck. So I'm hoping that we just get the amount from the Kickstarter that I want. <laughs> oh yeah, that, I totally turned my taxes into comic book investment money. Honestly, at the time, thinking I was going to be able to already have done, you know, the Belial, yeah. and then turning uh, Cerber in for October. But life has its way of just, you know, correcting yeah. your path sometimes. So, and uh, I have an interview too. Either I'm gonna have a second full time job. <laughs> Or I'm going to do something. I don't know. Like, if I can't do that, then maybe I'll do freelancing because uh, I have to get money somewhere and <laughs> I don't know where. Just start going on the corner or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I, um, I know for me, I got, I've been actually having a lot of fun doing stickers for some people, like sticker designs. I don't do the colors, but. If I, got, um, oh, yeah. if I got better at like blender then i could actually do that for people but I yeah i was actually thinking about that uh you're one of the th people i was thinking of because i like calling in with people getting in just getting into it because then you get a more passionate interaction but seeing that i was like i wonder i wonder i wonder but i like seeing when you when you pop those things out those things are kind of cool yeah yeah i have to uh get back into it because chris I can't say the last name either. Uh, Thomas Ma, Th Thomas. Matthew, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. <laughs> uh, it, him, me, and Chuck. And oh, I think you were in the fucking group message. Yeah, I think it was you too. And we, we wanted to try to do like Belial as like an Adult Swim kind of thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I, I didn't forget that. You probably see <laughs> that Chris actually commissioned somebody to do that. That's awesome. So, I did not fall over, but that's the one of the people that he had do it, and that totally rocked it. You know what I mean? And I up and you know, because you as a creator, you 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 have hopes and dreams that your comic will be something and grow on its own and create its own life eventually. 
Yeah. And so, but for me, I was just like, I got into comics as a promise to my grandmother and to be able to leave something behind for my kids. Um, but to have somebody be like, hey, I think this would be great as like a cartoon. I'm like, okay, well, that's, you know, cool. I haven't gotten there yet. But then when they show you something like this and they send it your way, you know, you're kind of like, fine. I get it now. Okay. So sometimes it's not even your own, your own, you know, passion for your own project. Sometimes you just get, you know, Molly whopped upside the head by somebody else's, which is kind of, which is kind of a dope experience. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dylan was like, uh, well, eventually I kind of want to, I, he can picture like ink being our like Batman adventures show. And I was like, what? <laughs> Yeah. but i didn't even think about that i was just thinking i'm making a comic book i think it's funny because you get razzed so much for that book specifically yeah, yeah. so i, I put a post that says it's coming out next year because you know, calm down. people that are like where is it and i was like i know it's been long but i was gonna do i was gonna do ink two scales two ink three scales three and then i was gonna do ink four <clears throat> But now I'm probably gonna just do ink two, three, four, and then mm -hmm. wrap that up, and then that will be, you know, sitting there for a little bit, and then scales can come in and, you know, finish off for the first. And part if we had the finances, just finances is the biggest one of the biggest obstacles, I yeah. think. Yeah, because I yeah I had like I have a timeline of all the comics and where they are, and uh, Joseph Duaz is like, whoa, that's a lot, and I was like. Yeah, that's like my plan. But I keep adding more, and there's going to be more because, like, when I, I'm doing mittens, we're already coming with more ideas for other characters and stuff for like solo series. So, that's all. That's awesome, though. Yeah, there's like insane amount of ideas. <laughs> well, that's the thing with a good idea. A good idea will continue to grow. If you've got a, a you know, a, a small idea, it'll grow stagnant. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Scale's got some world building behind it recently because of this one guy that's on our platform, Luke. He like kind of helped with. Uh, he was gonna do this one comic, but then it fell through because I don't know, friend or something like didn't want to do it anymore. Really? Yeah, but uh, the world building in that comic connects to Scale's in a way, and I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm like, this helps me a lot because I had nothing really for scales. Well, scales Bro. is fun though. That actually, like I like I showed you, like I told you before, yeah. a couple of people in the office that are interested in stuff that I'm doing. And since doing the inks on that, and you sent me the copies, I brought one to work. Say, oh, here's something else I was involved in, and right away they were like, I need to read it. And then they both came back and was like, Where's the next one? And I was like, <laughs> and these are people like different age groups one's in the in the 30 the other one's in the 50s and so this whole thing and i was like he's got to know that it's reaching multiple people and people that aren't comic book readers yeah so i kind of i was excited to be able to share that with you yeah but. that's pretty cool <laughs> and i didn't even write that like me and dylan edited uh did the editing and then the guy that wrote it was david flesher and because I, I just gave him a plot description like years ago, I'm like, Yeah, here you go. And then he's like, Oh, okay. And then he, he wrote like three issues. And I'm like, Well, I'm gonna pay you now. Well, I didn't pay him at that time, but I paid him 
after the Kickstarter um, mm -hmm. for the first one. I'm like, for the next two, I'll pay you. But we did not go along with like your uh, versions of two and three. Like two and three are completely different from like what he wrote. Uh -huh. He does this whole like training and stuff, and I'm like, no one's gonna want to like read through like too slow. Okay, that's a montage. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, so that's that is a hundred percent like what it is in the second one. There's like a montage, and then that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's that's it, and then it just moves on in the story, and it's so much better than like what we like were thinking of in the very beginning. But yeah, I can't wait for that. But yeah, we have to do ink first. So <laughs> yeah, you do. But yeah, so. We got all that going on. Um, do you have anything else going on? Um, not necessarily. I pulled back from doing like inks and stuff on other people's stuff just because I've been so dedicated trying to get these multiple books out around the same time. Um, and plus, with having a little bit of a different color style, because I mean, it's gray tones, and we had that gray wash for the first and second issue. Uh, problem is, is I went from using like a Photoshop program to Affinity Photo to Clip Studio uh, in tandem with um, with Affinity Photo for doing the line work and the gray washes and stuff like that. In the, the space in between, I changed um, computers. I bought a new computer. Oh. And so I lost all the brushes and everything that I had before to be able to do the same style so this one ended up being just a little bit more smooth so but it does lend itself a little bit more i think to the animated thing that people are kind of yeah. coming out and saying hey we think it should be this so i'm like i'm gonna lean into that because i've had multiple people kind of be like we could see because in their mind they're already taking that leap yeah. And the plan is for the um, the trade when all the four issues are done for the trade, taking out all that gray wash probably and actually having it colored. Oh, huh. that's cool. Yeah. So I, I made sure that each one of, you know, every page was done in enough layers that I can remove those and hopefully it'll give something extra for people to look forward to for that, you know. That's cool. Oh. Yeah. Um, so uh, where can people find you? Um, on Facebook, you know, as you can see, my name here, Sean Barabore. You can find me there. If you join the Indie Comic Conspiracy page, um, obviously I pop in all the time there. I'm active as an admin because you got to keep things tight. Um, I'm on Instagram as instinct, I N S T I N K E D. It's my playful little thing. Um, yeah, I just, I'll even, there's my, there's one of my stickers. So that's, you can find that on, on TikTok if you wish and Instagram. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks for coming on and yeah. Hey, I appreciate it, man. Anytime, and thank you for um, popping my proverbial cherry as far as a solo podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This was episode 115.